Welcome to the Waves Ministry Podcast, where we equip girls in knowing their identity and calling. I'm your host, Caroline Hare, the founder of Waves Girls Conference. It's a joy to bring some encouraging conversations, messages, and coaching that will give girls tools for life and ministry. We believe that you can start making waves for Christ in your home, community, and world today. We have some amazing guests that are doing just that. Before we hear today's conversation, I want to ask that you would leave a five-star review and share this episode with at least one friend that you think might like it or need it. I'd also love to connect with you on Instagram, so find me at Caroline Hare or at Waves Girls Conference. Okay, let's get on with our conversation. Hey girls, we are on our season five of the Waves Ministry Podcast, and our series this season is all about values. It's a thing. And I am so excited because we have a friend of mine. She is a friend of mine, and she's a local girl here in the Destin area named Alicia Edwards. Hey, Alicia. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, guys, um, she and I have connected over the last few months, and it's really cool. She, um, she is just a girl after God, after his heart. Um, after carrying revival in her and in other people's lives. And she wants to see people revived. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. But she and her and her husband, actually, they head up a ministry school um, called the School of Revivalists. And it's located here in the Destin area. And they meet on Mondays and Tuesdays. And they teach students all about what it means to have identity and to walk in their calling and carry out revival um, in their hearts and in their homes and in the world. And um, so she is a girl that is truly making waves <laughs> for Christ. And she, um, her, her husband came out of the Bethel movement, which I am, um, I'm definitely connected to. And so I'm so excited because um, it just seems like whenever we had um, breakfast that one day, that first day, it was just like, man, I found a sister. And so Alicia, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and chat with you today. Yeah. Yeah. So Alicia, I know I just said all your like accolades, but tell (laughs) us some things about you that maybe I didn't mention. Well, um, I am a wife, like you said, uh, my husband and I run the school. Um, I am a dog mom, a 70 pound pointer. Uh, she runs our roost and she loves, she actually loves it when I put on worship and we're just soaking together and she loves the beach, which is one reason we moved down here by the water. Um, I actually run my own jewelry business. Um, I, I have a jewelry business called Ella Phoenix designs. It was named after, um, my little girl in heaven. And, um, so I have so much fun just creating and creating with Jesus and making jewelry that other people would love. Um, and then I have uh, helped my husband co-write a couple of books. I'm working on uh, some of my own, but currently I have helped him with a couple. So, yeah, so cool. I love that. I love that. Um, okay, so I got to ask you, I know that I am on Saturday, I am leaving for a road trip. I have like a seven hour drive and I'm already getting my playlist ready. I got to know, like, what are some of your go-to <laughs> songs on a road trip? I feel like I don't have songs. I feel like I have like stations. Okay. Okay. Uh, and, and so it's, I mean, not radio stations, but you know, playlists, I guess you would say, um, it depends on where I'm going. 
Um, since I'm down here by the beach and before, so I'm from Atlanta, before uh, moving down here, when we would, we had come down here all the time. Um, anytime we get in the car, my husband and I love to put on Jack Johnson, yeah. uh, better together. Like that whole, like such a good album, laid, yeah. laid back beach vibe type yeah. of thing. Um, but if I'm just kind of like mood, like just mood for some good singing, I love Johnny swim. Okay. Uh, they're, um, a married couple that just, they actually are Christians. So you can hear it a lot in their lyrics, but they, um, they're just a really awesome couple. And then of course, you know, I'll put on worship. So it really depends. I kind of rotate between the three. Um, it really depends on what kind of like mood I'm in, but for sure, like anytime that we are on a long, a long road trip somewhere in there, Jack Johnson get, gets played. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Okay. So I know that since you moved to the beach, you love the beach, your dog loves the beach. You know, what yeah. is the most impactful time you've spent at the beach? Yeah, I was thinking about that. Um, again, I, this is totally not a cop out, but the beach is a really significant place for me, yeah. um, which is obviously why we moved here again. Um, but so actually every time I go to the beach is really um, impactful for me. And I think it's my perspective. Yeah. Uh, because there's a verse in the Bible that says that his voice sounds like many waters. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm, whenever I go and I'm just, I, I love to just go and walk up to the shoreline and just stare at the ocean and just listen. And, um, can I share a little encounter I've had before? Yeah, I, I wasn't actually that. at, I wasn't actually at the beach, but I think that this also impacts why the beach is so meaningful and why I love it so much. Um, this was actually like the first encounter. And when I say encounter, um, just kind of like a movie in my head that Jesus gave me. Okay. And that I had, um, and I was actually in a ministry school. It was, uh, the Bethel school of arts. And, um, I was just asking, having a conversation with Jesus. I said, Jesus, can we go on a date? And, um, he took me up to the clouds and we kind of just bounced on the clouds. So that's, I, so I absolutely love it down here because there's, there's so many clouds in the sky. It's just, you right. can see everything, but then he took me to the ocean and, um, and as we were on the uh, shoreline, we began to walk on the water in my encounter. Mm -hmm. And as we walked on the water, um, all of a sudden, like all of the sea creatures would come to the service surface in this encounter. And I was like, wow, Jesus, this is so cool. Look at all of these, look at all of these fish and all of these creatures that are coming to the surface to see you. And he said, daughter, they're not here for me. They're here to see you. Mm. And I, and it was one of those moments like of identity for me. Yeah. Um, and there's a verse, it's one of our life verses and favorite verses in, in Romans 8, 19, it says that all of creation is waiting for the sons and daughters to be revealed. And so in that little encounter that I had, Jesus was showing me in my identity as a daughter and that creation was, would respond to the sons and daughters. And so the, I, so that always goes with me and that's always on the forefront of my mind. When I'm down at the beach, I'm always thinking about creation and how creation even 
response. Jesus said, the rocks will cry out if you don't worship me. And so I think of creation responding um, to, to us, knowing our identity, because in us um, is, is his image. So that is so good. I love that. Um, I love that, you know, every single person we've had on the podcast has their own little God moment at the beach. And, and I'm with you, even today, I went to the beach for a couple hours and just sat there and it, I was like, man, me alone on the beach with the Lord for like two hours, we can get some things done. Like he can conquer (laughs) some territory. He can work on my heart. Like, I mean, I just love how God can do do that in creation and specifically with the ocean. Um, yeah. Um, so I have to ask you, you know, as we, I think everybody wants to make an impact. Like we all desire to do that. And, um, you know, but whenever it comes to doing that though, we can all do it just like one time and make like a big impact this one place, but like we'll be able to be making waves continually. Like it's a process. So how does someone go about making waves for Christ? Sure. So, um, so when we are talking in the school, we talk about two things, which, which you kind of just touched on, which is like overt, which means like out in the open, that boom, that big impact. So that would look like a person, you know, just really impacting a lot of people. But I think that just as important, maybe even more important is stopping for that one person that covert, um, which is called covert Overt is like the, wow, out there in your face, the covert is like the hidden, the secret things that you do for people. And I think that looks like loving on your community, loving that person in front of you. Um, you know, stopping loving them and just speaking life and identity into them, um, tipping your waiters or things like that. Like that's how you can make waves um, just in the practical is just like, because every person wants to be seen, known and heard. They, everyone wants to be seen. Everyone wants to be loved and, and we're built that way. We're designed that way. And so being able to just stop and give a smile or wow, that shirt's so pretty on you. Those little things, those are little seeds, um, that are planted. And, um, so I think it's that simple is just, you know, recognizing the person in front of you and valuing them. You know, I like to say that, Every part of us, you know, we're created in God's image. And so each of us have a piece of God inside of us. And if I don't take a moment to look and, and notice you, I'm missing that piece of God. That's you right. Know? And so it's so important for us to just to, to be still in that moment and just love that person in front of us. Yeah, that is so good. I think that we, a lot of times think it has to be this huge grand gesture, but a lot of times yeah. it does, it's like being consistent with that one, you know, Jesus yeah. is the 99 to go after that one. And he's like, just be faithful with what I've put in your hands right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Um, so whenever it comes to making waves, I think a lot of times, like as people do this, it's like, we can do that and we can make this impact, whether it be with one person or with many, but a lot of times our values and our character are the things that keep us consistently being able to do that. And so I'm just curious for you, like, what are some of your core values that you have that keep you as a person that is making waves for Christ? Yeah. So one of my biggest core values is that God is good. He's good. He's a good father. Um, and knowing that he's a good father actually changes a lot of things. Um, because we know that he's for us and that he loves us. And at the end of the day, we can rest in that. 
He loves us. Um, so it, from that place is knowing your identity, knowing whose you are. I am a daughter, you know, um, knowing who you are is knowing uh, that you're a daughter of knowing whose you are is knowing that you're God's daughter. Right. And right. so knowing that your identity is just a core of my um, family is a core value of mine because God created us for a relationship with other people. Mm -hmm. um, and it started with a family in heaven, father, Jesus, Holy spirit. Um, and so he wanted more family and that's why we're here. And so if we look at it from the paradigm of the, that, you know, we're all a big family and some of us just don't realize it yet. You know, right. um, I think that that changes the way we look at the people around us. So that is a huge core value. So identity, um, intimacy, knowing Jesus, you know, Jesus right. is our everything. Um, you know, and yeah, so those are, that's, those are like probably some of my top core values. That's great. You know, whenever you talk about that, like, um, as you say, like knowing your identity, I know that you didn't just arrive to knowing your identity overnight. And it's like, you know, we believe at waves like your identity and your calling are kind of essential that those two things go hand in hand. And it's like, though, if you don't get anything else, like those are the two things you need to get. Um, but I just, I have to know for you, like, when did you first know your identity in Christ? Yeah. So I think it's, I think it's a process. Um, and that's how we're designed because God is so about the journey, you know? Um, and so for me, like I grew up in a Christian home. Um, I ac accepted Jesus when I was five. And so growing up in a Christian home, I knew Jesus. Um, I knew that he was my lover. You know, I knew he was my friend. I knew him as that place uh, throughout my childhood into my teenage years. Um, but I will have to say it really wasn't until I became an adult that I realized that I'm actually also a daughter, you know, I really didn't know that, that father was good. And right. that's a really big deal because, you know, the way I was raised, I, you know, it was like, God, he's way up here, you know, let's talk to Jesus. He's cool. He's in front of us, you know, um, but knowing the father actually, changed everything. And it did give me an identity and it did give me a purpose and it did give me a calling. And so I would say, you know, over the last 10 years, I've just been, con well, probably like 15 years have just been walking through that, like discovering more of, um, how much he loves me, you know, and, and knowing how much he loves me. I, my, one of my favorite verses, can I read it? One of my favorite verses, sure. it actually really goes with this is, um, or it's just a verse I'm stuck on right now because I think it's really this simple um, and we try to overcomplicate it. But Jesus, this is Matthew 22 and it says, uh, verse 37, it says, love the Lord your God with every passion of your heart, with all of the energy of your being and with every thought that is within you. Mm. This is the greatest and supreme commandment. And the second is like it in importance. You must love your friend in the same way that you love yourself. And uh, so many times that we're like, oh yeah, yeah, I can love the neighbor. So, it, but, but the way he set it up is to love him, love yourself. And from that place of loving him and loving yourself and knowing who you are, uh, then you can love the world around you. And so I think that actually learning that, um, helped me to understand my identity. And then from that place, 
loving God and then learning to love myself, then that really turns into my calling, knowing that everyone around me is my neighbor. So it doesn't mean, you know, so we're, we're actually all called, yeah, <laughs> you know, sure. it's really that simple and it doesn't have to be that um, complicated. Yes, there's specific giftings and callings, but Jesus just said, go into all the world. So that just looks like your everyday life, you know? And so I think that just that verse kind of just like really stuck, struck me like, okay, I have to learn and know my identity. And then from there, it just kind of naturally comes that yeah. your calling comes from that place. That is so good. I love that. You know, what was that process like for you and walking that out whenever you first got that understanding of like, okay, I'm a child of God. I am a daughter. And now I know that I'm called and that we're all called. Like, how did you put those two together and start walking it? Sure. Um, so again, I, I really do feel like I can look back now as an adult and see that it's been a process, like his story is weaved through my life. You know, like even as a teenager, first God has been my everything. It was my passion as a teenager. Um, it was during this revival that was called the Brownsville revival. And we would, we were so hungry and so desired the Lord that we would meet like and watch videos of this movement. Um, of this revival because we were hungry. We just wanted more of God. So I think that throughout my life, it was just that hunger for more mm -hmm. that caused me to like, it's taste and see that he's good. Okay. Well, yeah, you're right. This tastes really good. I want more and I want more. And so I always just was after what God was doing. If I saw someone who was passionate and on fire, I would go get around those people, you know, because right. I wanted everything that God had for me. And so, you know, discovering I'm a daughter and I'm really loved, you know, honestly, I did go to, to a school of ministry. I went to the Buffalo Atlanta school of ministry and that of course um, was helpful, but a lot of it, I just learned um, through my life and I just realized, oh, wow, you know, I love this person. So I want to encourage them. I want to prophesy over them. And I want to speak into their life just because it's just an outflow. It's an outflow of just who I have become. Right. right. And so, um, you know, it's just, an, I think it, the process was just receiving his love and like being like, okay, you know, and then becoming, becoming love in order to release it to, to people around me. And so I think it's just was a process of always being hungry for more, always like, being a student, you know, whether it's a student of his word, or if, if I saw a message that just really burns me up, you know, like just made me feel passion and, and fire in my heart, then I would look for more of that, you know? And I just, I think it's a, I think that's one of the keys is this, you burn. And then, you know, or if you're not burning, find someone that's on fire so that their fire can rub off onto you, you know? Yeah. And I think that that really was how I learned my identity and the calling, honestly, it just, it just flows from it. It wasn't like, Oh, you know, and then of course, you know, you receive prophetic words and then you're like, okay, Lord, is this, you know, um, is this what's in my heart? Like I always ask the question to our students, what makes you come alive? That's like right. what, what makes you come alive? Cause what makes you come alive is, is probably how you're designed. And it's probably your calling is probably tied into that. So if, you know, um, you know, loving on people and the streets makes you come alive, then your calling it might be tied into that. And so I, I think it's like learning yourself, which is also loving yourself, 
um, it, it helps you to identify like, oh, wow, I just find so much joy when this is happening in my life. Well, that's where your calling's tied into. That is so good. I love that. Um, you know, as a waves girl, we've just been kind of talking about like the core values this season. And, and really just in January, I sat down with, um, just our team and I said, let's reevaluate, like, what are our core values? What does it take to make a waves girl, um, a girl that's making waves? Like what are her, what are her core values? And some of the things that we came up with was just that we're way that waves girls are worshipers like that mm-hmm. we worship god like worship is life like that's part yeah. of how we do life it's not just an activity um but that we are advancing like we're advancing in our relationship with the lord advancing the kingdom um that we are vocal that we are willing to speak up about the things of god to testify that um you know that we're willing to be engaged engaged with heaven and engaged with other people and that we're solid. Like we're, we're not shaken by what we see around us, but that we are on steady, holy ground. And so those are just some of the core values that we have as waves girls. And so I'm just curious for you, like, how have you seen these walked out in your own home um, community and world? Like how have you done that in your home community and world? Yeah. Like I, um, God's presence is everything to us. And so really it's just the core of who we are. So when I wake up in the morning, I don't like, uh, think, Oh, I need to think about God. It's just like, he's in my mind and my heart. So it's kind of an overflow from that. And that's how our, me, my husband and I just live in the daily process where his presence is everything. When we get up in the morning, we choose to partner with him for what's going on in our day. And so we're like, okay, God, what are you doing today? How can we see you today? And, and constantly engaging in prayer and just conversation relationship. It's very relational. Um, you know, and so in our home, we do that, of course, you know, just reading the word and we love to do that. We love to just like, find out more things. Like, it's like the last thing I said is like, we're so hungry for more that we just keep looking for more. And so we just stay engaged with him throughout the day. So that's really kind of what it looks like at home, at home. And you know, I actually, even in my home, we just moved to a new area. Um, But then in the community, I think again, it looks just like loving, loving your city well and loving your neighbors. And that could look like a smile, especially in the days where everybody's wearing masks. If you don't have one on, you just you know, spread that big smile so they can see, wow. Like, you know, I can't tell you how many times that I've just smiled and people are like, wow, I've actually just really missed that, you know? And so things that are so, seem so silly and so simple actually could be world changing for a person, you know, or like the other day we were at a grocery store and right when Dave, we, Dave and I were walking out, they were closing, they were literally locking the door. And he turned around and he said, you know what? I see God's glory on you. She, the lady that worked there almost started crying. So it's a simple, like word of encouragement to the community or being practical and being generous. You know, when you go out to eat, you don't like skimp out. You actually like put, put what your, your time, talent and treasure toward, um, you know, advancing the kingdom and just sowing a seed. So we like love our community. If we're going to go out to eat, we're going to make sure that we actually tip our people that show up to work and say, Hey, we value you. Thank you so much for coming into work today and serving us our meal, you know, and putting our money in that. And so I think that's just what it looks like to love your community. Well, it's just simple things of just acts of kindness and encouragement and just, you know, um, 
it's just loving people in front of you. And, and I think the same with the world, you know, for us, the world looks like, you know, we, we have this school that we're equipping people to be world changers. You know, we really believe that God is going to move on the panhandle and that he's looking for fiery people to partner with him. Um, and so we're just equipping people to know their identity and know their calling, knowing that they are loved um, so that they can impact the community, which will impact the world. Um, and we also impact the world just by, you know, um, we love media, just like this podcast. We have a YouTube channel and we also write books and um, speak around the world. And so, um, you know, that's how we make waves, but it's just super simple. It's just, it just comes from that number one place, which is being in his presence, seeing his face and doing relationship. It's about relationship. That's so, so. good. I love that. You know, um, as we are wrapping up, I just want to give you the opportunity to kind of share how people can follow up with you if they're interested in the School of Revivalists or if they want to connect with you um, some way or if they want to purchase books or, you know, any of that stuff. Like, how can um, girls or their youth pastors or even just ministry leaders connect with you guys? Sure. Um, well, we do have a website. It is School of Revivalists with an S. Dot com. Um, we are on Facebook um, and Instagram for the School of Revivalists, so you can you can um, find us there. Um, I do have a personal page on Facebook. It's Alicia Edwards, and I actually also have a jewelry page. If you like jewelry, it's Ella Phoenix. Um, and then we have a YouTube channel, and you can just look on YouTube. You just look up uh, David and Alicia Edwards, and you will find us on YouTube. We have all kinds of videos, teachings, some vlogs, some funny. You'll see our dog on there. Um, we've been doing that for quite some time, and we enjoy that. So there's lots of ways to connect with us. We'd love to hear from you. Um, you know, I love engaging. I'm a very relational person, so feel free to contact me. Awesome. Girls, we will be putting that info in um, just in the bio for this podcast episode and, and linking it on Instagram and everything. So um, Alicia, I just want to say thank you for sharing today. And just, I know that that your story and your encouraging words and just even just some of those scriptures, I'm praying that these girls will go back and revisit, you know? So thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed it. Girls, we are excited and um, just expectant for what God is going to do as this message uh, just sits in your heart. And um, we encourage you to go start making waves. Thank you for listening to the Waves Ministry Podcast. For more information about our ministry, check out our website, wavesgirlsconference.com and our social media at Waves Girls Conference. Today, we hope you start making waves in your home, community, and world.